already inside of you. The world would not be what it is without you. When we begin to create change within us, we begin to create change in the world around us. Your journey to becoming your best self as the whole person starts right now. Welcome to the Rise Up For You podcast. I'm your host, Leanne DeSanto, and I'm honored to be with you today. And I'm excited to be streaming live on our Rise Up For You Facebook page. And as always, our podcast can be found on all the major platforms. So please subscribe and like our Facebook page so you know when I'm going live and you can join in on the conversation. Now, as always, this podcast is here to serve you and stand alongside your journey to becoming your best self. So if you haven't grabbed your free Becoming Your Best Self startup kit yet, you can do that in a couple ways. You can go to our website, riseupfew.com, and grab it there. Or you can text Rise Podcast. That's all one word, Rise Podcast to 797979. And you'll be supported both personally and professionally. Now, today's guest is Peter Sumpton. Now, as a marketing consultant, Peter has seen firsthand what poor marketing tactics and ineffective marketing strategies can do to a business. Peter knows how to effectively take the building blocks of marketing, and that is why he is called the Lego Master of Marketing, and he formulates sound and structured plans for long-term success. Now, in his podcast titled Marketing Study Lab, Peter covers the entire marketing genre from strategic planning to creative thinking and consumer engagement, culminating in his ultimate goal of helping marketers and marketing departments become central to a business. So please welcome Peter to the podcast. Hey! Hey, Leanne. What an intro. Thank you very much. Absolutely. Absolutely. My pleasure. So where are you calling in from today? Uh, I'm based in Liverpool. Liverpool. Love it. The Beatles, my favorite of all time. <laughs> absolutely. If, if you don't know Liverpool, my best advice is just to visit um, mm -hmm. and you won't be disappointed. Beautiful. I need to put that on my list for sure. So, Absolutely. What time is it over there? It's uh, 6 p.m. So it's getting close to food time, which uh, I can't, <laughs> can't wait for. Um, big, big foodie. So a bit of a food snob, to be fair. So it has to be freshly cooked, freshly prepared. Um, bit of a health freak and all that kind of stuff as well. Ooh, nice. You're not doing any of that home delivery stuff, huh? No, no, not quite. Although we have got into doing the delivery of food. So it's already there for you to freshly prepare, though, which is mm -hmm. quite interesting. That's more of a time saver than it is absolutely anything else. Because if it did, if it came and you put it in a microwave or just heated it, we wouldn't be interested. Exactly. Exactly. Well, that's wonderful. Awesome. Well, let's dive into marketing. I know yes. that's your that's your thing. That's your expertise. So share a little bit about yeah, what you do and, and how you help. Sure, absolutely. So I'm a, a marketing consultant, like you so kindly said in your intro. Um, and I've been doing that for about a year and a half. And that was based on um, uh, many, many years of working for different marketing departments in different industries, right from marketing assistant to, to head of and manager and director and, and all that kind of thing. Mm. And the one thing that became abundantly clear with the majority of companies that I worked with or had seen that led me to become a consultant and, and, and go almost freelance, if you like, is the fact that a lot of companies don't pay marketing 
the dues that they deserve. And a lot of companies and even in marketing departments, a lot of people don't necessarily understand what marketing is. They they see the communication side of it, which is fundamentally important. Mm-hmm. But marketing is a lot more than just the comms. Everyone's got an opinion about communication because they see it daily, too much in fact. Mm-hmm. But it's all the other elements within marketing, the pricing, the um, the placing. Promotion, absolutely the communication, but the product, the people, the service, all that kind of thing. Um, and and marketing has been shoved to a corner in, in that respect. So what I do is I help companies open those doors and it could be to different departments to let marketing in, to let marketing help them. The best analogy, I suppose, I can give you is the pricing. So I believe in, in every company should be marketing led and pricing is the perfect example of that. Now, I'm not saying that marketing should coordinate pricing, structure pricing in isolation. They need a whole host of different departments. Mm-hmm. But if, if you just take pricing and the majority of companies probably have a financial department and probably have a sales department. Mm-hmm. And those two usually take the lead in pricing. And that to me is just unbelievably ridiculous. If you think about it, you've got a financial department that their role is to make the company profitable at the end of the day to show that they are profitable and highlight where they're not you don't want them looking at your pricing first and foremost in isolation right, and then on, on the other end you've got sales now if i said to you this person that's going to try and sell you something set the pricing that just doesn't sound right to me there's, there's something going on there because they haven't got the customer's best interest in heart and that isn't a slight on sales far from it mm-hmm. what i'm saying is that their focus and rightly so is to sell products, services to consumers. Marketing is that is that pivotal point in a company, and it sits in the middle of the market, the consumer, and the company, and no other department does that. Um, and that's what I, I try and show companies, and that's what I go into companies and help them do, have a marketing-led approach, which is consumer-centric. Oh, I love that. I love that distinction. You're right, because sometimes you just hear like sales and marketing, sales and marketing, like it's clumped together, but they are yeah. distinct. Yeah, I, I, absolutely. They, they are distinct, but they're, they're, they're good bedfellows, if you like. So right, exactly. if, if, if you have great marketing and you don't sell anything, that's not great. Right. If you have great sales and you don't have great marketing, that's great short term. But what happens when that sales tactic doesn't work? What happens, for example, if your business to business and your sales team decides to leave, they'll take all the contacts with them. What are you left with? Well, nothing but your your brand. And that is fundamentally where marketing comes in. And that's why they need to be part of every single facet of the business. Yeah, I know. I love that. So what I'm hearing you say is, in, is that marketing sits between right is like the um the go between between the sales and the customer yeah it, it's more that the customer and the business or, or the organization if you yeah. like so mm-hmm. what do we mean by that and I, I don't i don't know if this is true but the fable goes that uh jeff bezos used to because i know he's, he's moved roles <laughs> at the moment um he, he he used to leave a chair empty in every single meeting room. Why did he do that? It was to show everybody in that room that the customer is sat right next to us 
And we should always consider what that customer is saying to us and what they need. At the end of the day, you, what it boils down to for companies is they have got a solution to somebody's problem. And it's highlighting, and this is where marketing comes back to it, it's highlighting the fact that their solution is the best solution to solve the consumer's problem. Amongst all the other solutions in the entire world, it's their solution. And how do we do that? Well, we don't do that by saying, buy my stuff, buy my stuff, sell, sell, sell. <laughs> we do that by knowing and understanding our consumers' needs and wants and then appealing to them in a way that they want to be appealed to. So is that being more informative, being more technical? Is it, I hate to say it, but discounting, because bit of a dirty word if you ask me, really. You should always know your value and, and sell to that value. But it's knowing your consumer, knowing their problem, and having a solution that fixes that problem that's the key to everything. Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, that is, I think, when that... Um, connection is so strong and you build that relationship and that rapport and and the trust right because mm -hmm. that's the biggest thing especially in sales right if people feel like the you know the the typical used car salesman archetype right nobody wants to be that right nobody yeah. wants to be that pushy annoying you know just care about themselves and not the consumer type of salesperson mm -hmm. um, and you know marketing of course is is a little different than that but share um, you know, the world is moving so fast, obviously, mm -hmm. with, you know, <laughs> we're in a different position the past year than ever, so, well, <laughs> you know, without belaboring all that, but what, yeah. what, what have you seen, uh, companies or, or recommended companies to do to, to kind of keep up with the fast paced world and also do some shifting with what's going on? So the worst, worst piece of advice is follow the trends in terms of again the communications so so it's easy to see these shiny new things and and, and marketing and marketers are suckers for shiny new things you know that that that's that, and, and then they go on to ruin that shiny new thing and and it becomes unpolished and then it's 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 not shiny anymore and no one cares about it that's what we do you know happened mm -hmm. on radio it happened on telly marketers mm -hmm. took those over it happened on social and all those kind of things right. so the best piece of advice I can give is, is, is don't don't look at those shiny new objects. Never start with the communications. It, that that's fundamentally wrong. And and in my consultancy, what what I show and and what we do, we go back to basics. So we say, right, okay, what what is our research? What do we know is going on in our market, and what do we know that's going on in our company? And we build from that. We build strategies around our strengths, our weaknesses and the opportunities and threats within the marketplace. And what you're seeing right now is companies not really, really doing that. They're, they're quick to jump, it's, it's panic stations. The world's changed and, and we're not just talking about digitally because everybody does that. Mm -hmm. The world has, has, has fundamentally changed in the way we do business, there's a lot more online, et cetera, et cetera. But that doesn't mean that the way you go about doing business, your strategy necessarily has to change that much. It just means using different comms channels. It means using different distribution channels. It means potentially using a different price point. Um, and you see a lot of companies, particularly in the service industries, that have closed their doors and haven't really bothered to think about how they can service their, their clients and customers. And there's other companies that have done the complete opposite. Mm -hmm. So there's um, 
there's a beauty salon, not that I go, as you can see, but there's a, there's a beauty salon around the corner from where we live. Uh-huh. Last April, May, they started doing beauty packs. Nobody could go in. So what they did was they delivered beauty packs. You wanted something to, for your nails? They'd deliver it. Everything you need to sort your nails out for your face, whatever it is. So they'd mm-hmm. go to that consumer. Same product, different channel to reach that consumer. And you see that all over the place. Um, and that is a marketing-led approach. It's not sales. Um, if it was a sales approach, I would say they'd go down the discounted route and because people can't purchase their, their products or the service, they'd start selling off their, um, excuse me, sorry, I'm not hot on the beauty things, but <laughs> they would start selling their face packs and whatever they had in store cheaper to get money in. Um, and that devalues the brand at the end of the day. And nobody wants that because it's difficult to get that valuation back. Yeah, no, I love that. I love that because it is, it's, it's, at least for me as a consumer, it's, it's about relationship, right? It's about, it's not just finding the cheapest way to do something, right? Mm-hmm. That's there. And sure, you take price into consideration, but it's, it's uh, like I've gone to, in, in, to mediocre restaurants, you know, okay, food, but, you know, because I love the people who work there or I feel a sense of community or, you know, so I think, yeah, it, it, you need to look at the whole picture, right? Not just one way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, the best the best story I ever heard about how to highlight the whole pricing and knowing your worth mm-hmm. and, and also understanding um, as a consumer what somebody can offer you, a company can offer you and how much you're willing to pay for it is, um, and I can't remember who told the story, but it, it, it kind of goes like this. This builder was doing some work on, on somebody's house and um, the guy was in the house and he said, look, love your work i've just bought my child this this plaything made out of wood we haven't got the time to build it could you build it for me i'll pay you no problem but could you build it for me the builder said sure how much is it going to cost hundred dollars and the man turned around and said that is crazy that is ridiculous i'll give you a hundred and fifty dollars sorry what do you mean well if i give you a hundred you're going to put that up just normally if I give you 150, I almost guarantee that you will do a better job than if I gave you $100. And the builder turned around. He went, I'll be back in half an hour. The guy <laughs> asked him why. And he, he said, I'm going to get some better screws because those you've got there are terrible. <laughs> <laughs> so it, it just shows that if you're willing to pay for that quality, you will get a quality service. Yeah. Yeah. And the flip side of that is, you know, when people try to skimp on a contractor or skimp on someone, right. And then it ends up costing them double because, you know, the job wasn't done right or they did damage, you know? So yeah, 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 definitely. You have to look at both, both sides of that. Yeah, absolutely. You know, buy cheap, buy twice. It it is usually the the mantra to to live by. And, and there's, that's no different across the board. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So um, tell me a little bit about what we can learn from Lego. I know you're the Lego master of marketing and you work on those building blocks. I love that. So tell me about Legos. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure. So um, it, it, it's quite interesting because the more I, I talk to people in, in America, you know, you call them Legos, we call them Lego. And it, it's really interesting because I always think, well, what what is the right thing? You know, the brand is called Lego, but Lego. they are they are Legos. You know, it, it, it's Legos. It's, it's the brick. Yeah, absolutely. You know, you don't just have one; you have multiple, and that's kind of where it all comes from. The the Lego master of marketing, and and that was born from. And I want to give this guy credit: a guy called Ryan Foland, who does a three one three challenge, and 
to cut a long story short, you end up with three words that describe yourself. And in talking to him, we decided the Lego Master of Marketing was a good way to, to highlight what I do in mm-hmm. terms of I, uh, all these bricks that you could associate with marketing, communications, pricing, product, et cetera, et cetera. You look at them and it's a bit of a head scratcher. How do they all fit together? Mm-hmm. How does this all work together? A bit like Legos. When you get a kit, everything's out. It's like, what the heck's going on? Right. So what I do, go in companies, get all these bricks, start building something that looks like it should do, ends up looking amazing and works. But not only that, we then have an instruction manual once we've built it that we can break it down and build it up again. And that's not to say that all marketing strategies are the same, far from it, but the principles never change. So that's the, that's the first thing to know um, about Legos. The second thing is if you look at lego as a company if you go back and do your research they are fundamentally marketing led what they do is marketing led and it's not so long ago in the 90s that they were nearly made bankrupt Um, and it's amazing to think that that company might no longer be in our lives uh, which is crazy because i think we've all got some kind of lego story from our childhood or we at least know the company itself right so they are basically masters of marketing and you look at what they've done and how they've progressed in, in the years since the 90s. And they've gone from the standard kit of a car or a spaceship or a pirate. And I, was, I was a pirate and a spaceship guy when I was younger. Mm-hmm. Um, and they've gone from those standard kits and they've gone with partnerships and collaborations. And you know, you walk into a store now, a full store dedicated to Lego, and nice. you see all the collaborations, the Star Wars, the Harry Potter, Ghostbusters, Friends, Disney. It's, it's, it's unreal the fact that they've made these collaborations and, and, and not just that, they thought, we sell plastic. That's all we sell is plastic. What mm-hmm. else can we do? And now you've got video games. Movie. Um, <laughs> movies. Yeah, exactly. It, it, it covers a whole genre. And that is forward thinking in terms of, and you, you watch one of those movies and they're made for adults as much as they are for kids. And that's understanding your audience and understanding not just your audience, but the market and how that market is evolving, new technology, and how we can implement that new technology without losing what we are. And that is basically a plastic brick. Yeah, yeah. I haven't thought about that. Yeah, I've been <laughs> to Disney, you know, downtown Disney here in California and seen the Lego store, and it's massive and amazing. It's huge, you know, Lego structures and dinosaurs and dragons. And, you know, it, it is amazing. Yeah, but never thought that all those collaborations make a difference. Yep, absolutely. And you think about the markets, it opens up for them as well. Mm. You know, the, the different the different target markets that that, that allows them to, to to promote to and vice versa. You know, you, you can buy a friend's kit. I don't know if it's in the US, but in the UK, you can buy central perks in Lego form with all the characters. Oh, wow. And, you know, if you're a friend's um, fanatic, mm-hmm. that's something that might interest you. If you're a Lego fanatic, that's something that might interest you. So, you know, it's, it's just amazing how they've built that. And plus the link to creativity as well, because on top of all this marketing, and I think I've been quite strategic in our conversation today, but in, in all this marketing, you cannot forget the creativity and it, it takes us full circle and, and you cannot forget the communications and that is understanding your audience. And don't ever think that you have to be dry, dull and boring in, in mm. anything that you do, regardless of your industry or whatever the company sells. You just don't. You have to understand what your audience are into and appeal to that. Yeah, absolutely. I can see where that would just make a huge difference, you know, that 
And just, you know, being in the, uh, call it kind of abundant mindset as opposed to scarcity, you know, because sometimes I think in marketing, um, people get like, they want to hoard their ideas. Like, oh, I don't want to share because it must have written me off or some of my, you know, but to, to go into a collaboration, you know, where it's maybe a, a cooperation, not a competition, right? For mm-hmm. companies to work together and how can we support and uplift each other? Yeah, absolutely. And, and that only helps the industry. It's it, it, it's crazy to think, and I think we've gone through the, the genres, but it's crazy to think there's a time where people were, you know, hide all our best stuff, keep our best stuff back until right. someone gives us money for it. Mm-hmm. The fact of the matter is, if you're that good, you should tell them absolutely everything because they will still come to you because you can implement it better than they can. Mm-hmm. So unless they've got the time, the inclination to learn, the resources to do that, give everything away as much as you possibly can help people as much as you possibly can to get them to know like and trust you and at the end of the day that will reciprocate back to you yeah yeah no i love that because in in you know I've, I've been a coach in some capacity for 30 years and and in the coaching industry that was always something that was like well you know you, you kind of do that initial call and and you know some you know, gurus say, well, don't give too much away because then they'll be filled up and they won't want to buy your services. And then other people say, no, give a lot away, solve a problem. So they say, oh, they can solve a problem for me. So yeah. to help me solve more problems. I'm going to buy the bigger program, you know? So it, yeah, I think it, it it's about generosity and, mm-hmm. um, and, and listening to what that, you know, the customer and client really needs and, and going there first. Yeah. And, and, and take StreamYard, the platform we're on right now. Mm-hmm. That does it perfectly. You don't have to pay for StreamYard to use it. You do to get additional features, which they feel are, are valuable and will add value for mm-hmm. you as a client. But you can sign up for StreamYard and, and 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 get it for free and do basic what you need to do. Right, like Zoom too. You know, I mean, yes. some things you need more yeah, features, but yeah, absolutely, I love oh, that. Yeah. I love that. Fantastic. Well, let's jump into our power questions. We love all our guests. So So what book has had a massive impact on you? Okay, so there's actually two books, and it's more the author than than the books itself. But it's uh, Dr. Cialdini, and he's got two books, and that's Influence and Persuasion. Um, And and they're both similar, but both very different. So it goes into the, the psychology and the neuroscience of how we're all wired and, and, and how subtle nuances can make a difference and how you influence people. And that's that's fundamentally linked to marketing as long as it's used for good. So without a doubt, you've got to check those out. Nice, beautiful. How about a quote that you live by? Okay, so I'll give you a marketing one first, and that's a brand's a promise. As soon as that promise is broken, you've devalued the brand. Mm-hmm. But the, the, the thing that I, I live by is never tell a lie and you'll never have to remember anything. Because if you never lie, it doesn't matter what you say, you just spout your truth and you don't have to remember what you told one person and another. You just get on with your life. So that is what I live by. Yeah. So, so simple, but so powerful, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I love that. I love that. If you could leave the world with one final message, your golden nugget, what would it be? It, it sounds quite simple um, and I'll elaborate, but be your best. So what I mean by that is that if you can physically do something, it's only up here that's stopping you doing that thing. So if it's physically possible in you, 
It's only up here that's stopping it. So be your best to what is physically possible for you to do. Don't let that inside your head stop you. Yeah, wonderful, wonderful. That That is the the rub, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. And the more you think about it, the more it's true. You know, we sit there and we might be watching something or, or lying in bed and it's the alarm goes off and oh, I can't be bothered to, to get up. You mm. physically can get up, but something in here is telling you not to. And, yeah. and that's the difference. And it takes a strong person to, to get up at that time. It does, um, right? I mean, yeah, that's of the day, getting out of bed. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, it's usually worth it. And I don't know many people that get up and think, oh, I wish I had another four minutes in bed yesterday. You no, know, it's, it's just not a thing. Exactly, exactly. Absolutely. Um, how can we find and support you? Sure, cool. Um, best way to do it is on, is on LinkedIn. Um, okay. That's easy, Pete Sumpton. There's not many of us in the world. Um, <laughs> so please follow, um, DM me on, on LinkedIn. Uh, if not, marketingstudylab.co.uk or peter at marketingstudylab.co.uk. Beautiful, beautiful. Okay, our last question we always love to ask. As you know, we are Rise Up For You. So when mm -hmm. you hear that phrase, what does it mean to you? It, 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 it means, and it, it sounds, it sounds quite, um, quite simple because it, it, the connotation it gives me is standing up. So stand up for yourself, be something, be what you believe in. And if you follow your passions and, and your truth and what you believe in, you, you'll, you'll be happy in your life. Yeah. I mean, the best advice is the simple advice is the oftentimes the stuff we know, but we're just not practicing. We're not, doing, mm -hmm. you know, and, and so I love that. That's beautiful. Well, Peter, thank you so much for your time and holding off your dinner to, <laughs> to, to jump on with us today and share your expertise and genius. I absolutely loved it. Great conversation. Thank you so much. Yeah, Leanne, absolute pleasure. Thank you. Fantastic host. Great questions. Loved it. Thank you. Thank you. Well, there you have it, Peter Sumpton. Wasn't he amazing? Calling in from Liverpool. Love that. Love that. And uh, and like he said, you know, I mean, there's there's a lot to it. And but it's it's the more that you can instill that trust, that's really the the foundation. That's the foundation I believe to marketing and and just to instill that trust and to um, you know collaborate and to be generous. That is so important. So. Thank you so much for being with us today. Again, you can grab your free Becoming Your Best Self Startup Kit uh, through our website, riseupforyou.com, or you can text RISE Podcast to 797979. And as always, we, we help you to become your best and support you both personally and professionally. Bye for now.